0: The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes.
1: No, Me too. It mightn't be so bad if you'd tell us what we've been doing here for the past two hours, Mr. Holmes. Patience, gentlemen. Patience. Patience. As to what it is, we... That gentleman is what we've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's happening I can't see. It. Oh, yes. There's someone started to walk about in that lighted room there. Oh, yes. Is that what you mean, Mr. Holmes? That's it. That room is the study where the murder was done. Now, let's see what happens next. Sometimes it was cold as well as puzzling. Sharing the adventures of Sherlock Holmes. Watson's my name, Dr. Watson. And let me first sum up events so far. And then I will tell you the astonishing solution to the valley of fear. Police were as baffled as I was over the murder at Burlston Manor in Sussex. A code message, VV341 beside the corpse. His wedding ring taken... The ring been wearing above it, carefully replaced by the murderer. And there was something very fishy going on between the widow and the deceased's best friend, Cecil Barker. Watson Holmes said to me, They're lying. They're in a conspiracy to lie. Just so it struck me, too. But Holmes wouldn't be drawn into spinning any more theories until he got some more facts in his hands. He just kept on dropping hints about a blessed dumbbell that was missing from the murdered man's study. Lord knows what he was getting at. His latest idea was to spend an evening alone in the study and think things out. Why he needed my umbrella to help him, I can't think. On the way to the local police station next morning, he wouldn't say a word about it. But I knew he'd found something out. <laughs> I'd seen that look in his eyes before. Ah, good morning to you, Mr. Holmes. Good morning, gentlemen. Constable. Care for Mr. Holmes, yes. please, Doctor Watson. Please. Yes. Still on the but track the book, of the elusive <laughs> bicyclist? What is the latest news of the rupture? Oh, what a pile of correspondence, Mr. Yes, just look at it. Letters, telegrams. Do you know what they are? I think I can guess. Reports of this murderer of ours having been seen in half the towns of this country. Oh, dear me, dear me. Now, Mr. Mack, and you, Mr. Whitemason, mm-hmm. I wish to give you a very earnest piece of advice. Advice? What advice? Abandon the case. Now, look here, Mr. Holmes. You're holding something back. Now, 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 Mr. Mack. You know my methods. Once I've verified my details, I'll make my bow and return to London. My findings will be entirely at your service. And the credit will be yours. I owe you too much for it to be any other way. In all my experience, I cannot recall a case that's interested me more. Well, sorry I was sharp. But it's all clean beyond me. We talked to you when we got back from Tunbridge Wells last night and your ideas seemed to match up pretty well with ours. That's right. What's happened since then to give you a completely new idea? Well, since you pressed me. Yes? Oh, by the way, I've been reading a short but very interesting account of the manor house. Oh. I got it for one penny from the local tobacconist. Here it is. You know, Mr. Mack, it adds no end to the zest of an investigation when one is in conscious sympathy with the historical atmosphere of one's surroundings. Oh, no. Oh, pray don't look so impatient. Even so bald an account as this can raise quite a vivid picture of the past in one's mind. Let me give you an example. Uh, Wait a minute. Uh, Ah, here we are. Erected in the fifth year of the reign of James I... The Manor House of Burlstone is one of the finest surviving examples of the moated Jacobean result. Oh, you're playing games with us, Mr. Holmes. Well, uh, I won't read it verbatim since you feel so strongly about it. thank you. No, I'll simply tell you that there's some account in here of the taking of the place by a parliamentary colonel in 1644. Of the concealment of Charles for some days in the Civil War, and finally of a visit there by George II. You see, you'll admit there are plenty of interesting associations with the old place, but they're no business of ours. Oh, are they not? You get to your point sooner or later, but you've a deuced round the corner way of doing it. Very well. I'll drop past history and get down to present-day fact. Good. I left Watson at our hotel last night and visited the manor house. I didn't see either Mrs. Douglas or Barker. I saw no necessity to disturb them. My visit was made especially to the good Mr. Ames, who allowed me, without reference to anyone else, to sit alone for a time in the study. And what were you doing? Well, not to make a mystery of so simple a matter, I was looking for the missing dumbbell. Oh, not that again. It was always about rather large in my estimate of the case. I ended by finding it. Well, Holmes. Ah. Well, it's Greek to me. We're bound to take you on your own terms, we know that. But when it comes to telling us to abandon the case... Well, at least don't trouble to trace the mysterious gentleman whose bicycle got left behind. It won't help you. And what do you suggest, then? I suggest you take a nice, cheery, country walk. What? They can the views oh, over the wheels. are quite remarkable. No doubt you could get lunch at some suitable hostelry, though my ignorance of this part of the world prevents me from recommending one. Look here. Then in the evening, tired but happy. Man, this is You're... getting past a joke. If you think Mason and I've got nothing better to do than sit here and listen to you going on oh, up. Dear me, Mr. Mack, I'm sorry if I've offended Well, well, spend the day as you like. But meet me here before dusk without fail. Ah, now that sounds more to the point, Mr. Holmes. Oh, so does the rest of it. But I don't insist you take it so long as you're here when I need you. Agreed, Mr. Meth? Oh, very well, Mr. Holmes. Now, before we part, I'd like you to do something for me. Well? I'll dictate a note to Mr. Barker. I want you to write it. Oh, right you are. Begin. Dear sir, yes. it has struck me... That it is our duty, duty. to drain the moat hmm? in the hope, but that's impossible, Mr. Holmes. It can't be drained. Never mind that. Please go on, inspector. I'm with you up to drain the moat. Drain the moat in the hope the that hope we may find something, something which may bear upon our upon investigation investigation. All right. Aye. The workman will divert the stream. Look, Mr. Holmes, it just can't be done. Divert the stream early tomorrow. Aye, tomorrow. So I thought it best to explain matters beforehand. And beforehand. Yeah, that's all. Right, then, I'll get this sent up right away. No, wait a little, please. Send it by hand about four o'clock this afternoon, not before. Oh, suits so me. Don't forget to sign it. And I think four o'clock will be an admirable time for us all to meet here at the police station again. Oh, this is all beyond me. Cheer up, Mr. Mack. Take my advice. A day in this bracing winter air would do you more good than worrying over that pile of reports. But please yourself. Come along, Watson. Came for a brisk walk? Ah, like nothing better. Spend it. Then we'll see you here at four o'clock, gentlemen. Now, gentlemen, it's a chill evening, and I don't know how long our expedition's going to last. You'd better wear your warmest things. And what expedition may this be, Mr. Holmes? I'll ask you all to go with me now to the outer bounds of the Manor House Park. There's a gap in the railings where we can get through to the shrubbery, nearly opposite the main door on the drawbridge. That's where I'm afraid we must spend a good deal of this exceptionally chilly evening. All ready, then? No, I I suppose so. Very well, then. Let us be on our way. Me too. Uh, it mightn't Ooh. be so bad if you'd tell us what we've been doing here for the past two hours, Mr. Holmes. Patience, gentlemen. Patience. Oh, As to what it is, we... Ah. That, gentlemen, is what we've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Oh, what's happening, I can't see it. Oh, Yes. That someone started to walk about in that lighted room there. Oh, yes. Is that what you mean, Mr. Holmes? That's it. That room is the study where the murder was done. Now, let's see what happens next. It's a man. He's come to the window. He's opening it. What's he doing now? He's been looking out at the light. No, he's, he's looking down, down into the moat. He's leaning out. in a hurry. Ha! here it is. What, uh, what do you mean? Why, this bundle you've just fished up from the bottom of the boat. it down, gentlemen, with this dumbbell. What? Dumbbell. Yes, a missing dumbbell turns up at last. How in thunder did you know about this? Quite simple. I put it there. You? Well, I should say I replaced it there. You'll remember, gentlemen, I was rather struck by the absence of the other half of that pair of dumbbells. I did draw your attention to it, there were so many other things on your mind, you had hardly the time to consider it. But how did you... When water is near and a weight is missing, Mr. Mason, it's not too far-fetched to wonder if something has been sunk in the water. The idea was worth testing at any rate. So with the help of Ames, who had visited me to this room, and the crook of Dr. Watson's umbrella, I was able to fish up this bundle last night and inspect it. Well, I'm, I'm wrong. Nice. Of course, it was most important to be able to prove who had sunk it there in the first place. We accomplished this by the very simple device of announcing that the moat would be drained tomorrow. So that whoever he was would have to act under the cover of darkness tonight to get it out before it was passed. Very clever, very clever indeed. It's a pity you didn't know we couldn't have drained the moat if we tried, Mr. Bartholomew. What? Well, what's in the bundle then, Holmes? I'll show you. Now, first, the dumbbell. We shall need that it more. Now... Here we have a pair of boots. Note the toe caps. Distinctly American. And this knife in its sheath. Mm. Nasty looking object, isn't it? It Certainly is. And finally, this clothing. A complete set, in fact. Socks, underclothes, great wheat suit, commonplace enough. Ah, But this overcoat, this yellow overcoat... Now, this is full of suggestive touches. Hello. What's that in the lining? Well, nothing in the lining, Mr. Mack. It's just a special pocket. Long enough to accommodate that sawn off fouling piece we're already familiar with. The devil it is! And look. Here at the neck is the tailor's tab. Neil Outfitter Vermissa USA. Vermissa. The Vermissa Valley, if I'm not mistaken. Now, what was it on that visiting car beside the body... VB341. VB. VB. Mister Valley? I wonder. Ah, but I'm forgetting you, Mr. Barker. I mustn't stand in the way of your explanation. <laughs> Is that so? Well, all I have to say is that if there is any secret here, it isn't my secret. If that's the line you want to take, it'll be my duty. Enjoy your damn well, please. Don't say another word, Cecil, please. Mrs. Douglas, not... I mean... No, no, please keep I... out of this. Please leave it to me. No, Cecil, you've done enough. Whatever's going to come of it, you've done enough. Enough and more than enough. Mrs. Douglas, I think the moment has come for me to urge you to take the police into your confidence. Oh, Mr. Holmes. Perhaps I am at fault myself for not taking up the hint you passed through my friend, Dr. Watson. Or you might have come forward then. The fact is, I had every reason to believe you were directly concerned in the crime. Now, I'm sure this is not so. Just a moment, Mr. Holmes. You must... Oh, Mrs. Douglas, there remains a good deal that is unexplained in this case. I would strongly recommend that we should hear it in his own words from Mr. Douglas. Who? Miss Uh, Mr. Holmes Holmes is right, Ivy, my dear. Oh. Jack, darling, it's best this way. I know it is. Mr. Mr. Douglas. Douglas, sir. I am John Douglas. But what? How, how on earth? If you'd been looking towards the fireplace, you'd have seen for yourself, Inspector MacLeod. Fireplace? Ah, oh, Mr. Mac, you would not read that excellent local compilation which told the story of Charles II's seconds Charles? would you? People didn't hide in those days without reliable hiding places. I persuaded myself we should find Mr. Douglas under this very roof. So you let us waste our time searching for something? Not that one moment. instant was wasted, my dear Mr. Mac. I did not form my views of this case completely till last night. They could not be put to the proof until this evening, so I invited you and your colleagues to take a day off. What more can I do? Then do we understand that this man's been hiding just off this room for the past two days? That's correct. And many is the time I wanted to sing out and set you right. Very considerate, Inspector. I understand what you must be feeling about me. Let me tell you my story. Very. Very well, sir. But there's just one thing I'd like to know first from Mr. Holmes. Well, Mr. Mapp, you knew Mr. Douglas was alive all the time, but how... Not could... you all the time, by any means. Not until I found this suit of clothes in the moat. They were obviously those of the missing cyclist from Tunbridge Wells. So it was fairly obvious to me at once that the body thought to be Mr. Douglas was really that of the missing man. I see. What had to be determined then was where Mr. Douglas could be. The balance of probability was that with the connivance of his wife and his best friend, he was concealed in this house, waiting for quieter times when he could make his escape. Quite right, Mr. Holmes. Well, all right for the moment, then. Mr. Douglas, I ought to caution you, sir, that anything you say... Oh, indeed, Inspector. It. i give you nothing but the truth. Well, to begin at the beginning. There are some men who good cause to hate me. Oh, that's the way they see it. It goes back to my days in America... It's all tied up with mining rights and my breaking the code of the Brotherhood. A secret society, if you like. The ancient order of freemen, Lodge 341, the Mr Valley. Mr. Holmes guessed right there. Well, never mind what it was all about. Labour rackets, political intrigue, that sort of thing. Kind of dirty work we only see in its mildest form in this country. Over there, the stakes are so high, they'll kill to make things go their way. There are some fanatics who'll hunt a man to the world's end to shut his mouth. But I'll give it to you in detail, in writing. Thank you, sir. We'll need that later. Right. Well, go on. When I left the States, I changed my name and married... and brought my wife to live in this out-of-the-way spot. After a while, everything seemed so peaceful. I thought they'd given me up. Then the day before all this happened here i was over at tunbridge wells i got a glimpse of a man in the street i recognized him at once a man called hargrave he was the worst of the lot i'd no doubt why he happened to be in these parts so what did you do simply came back here and stayed indoors all next day there was still a chance he wouldn't be able to track me down to the house itself but he did yes dr watson Nothing happened all that day, and once the drawbridge was up and the doors and windows locked in the evening, I felt much more secure. But when I made my rounds of the house before going to bed, I always went round myself, I smelt danger the moment I came into this study. What did you notice then, sir? Nothing at first. And then I spotted the toe of a boot sticking out under the curtain there. I had just the one candle that was in my hand, but there was a good light coming through the doorway from the hall. I put the candle down and jumped straight for the hammer I'd left lying after I'd hung some pictures. At the same moment, he sprang out at me with a knife. his face. We were fighting. He managed to pull that gun out of his pocket. The trigger got pulled. Her. I don't know which of us, did it? What a ghastly sight. Who was it? One was them from America. Ah, I knew they'd catch up with me sooner or later. Jack? Lord, Ivy. No, Ivy. No, don't come in. For heaven's sake, stay outside. So what is it, Jack? Listen, dear, I want to do what I say. A man's been shot dead. It's a terrible sight. He's broken in here. I promise I'll come and tell you about it as soon as I can. But, but I, you... Are... I'm quite all right. Now go back upstairs, please. And not a word to a soul till I've been up to see you. Oh, farewell. But... But come soon. Yes, I will. Jack, what do you make of this? What? Here, where his sleeve's written up, A brand mark the same as yours. A triangle on a circle, well, it's not surprising we all had it. just a minute. Listen. I can't hear anything. That's just it. No one else is stirring. No one but Ivy and I heard the shot. Well? No one knows what's happened here but the three of us. Jack, we've got to work quickly. Oh, for heaven's sake, what are you talking about? Shh, don't you see? The fellow's face is unrecognizable. He's about your height and build. He's got the same brand mark on his arm. Off you go upstairs. Get some of your night clothes and a dressing gown. But don't argue. Hurry. And don't let anyone see you. It's all his clothes. Well, wipe the bundle with his dumbbell. And drop it down into the morgue. He had in his pocket. The C V 341 thing. Ah, it's here. You better put it under the body. Ten to one, the idea is for it to get mentioned in the newspaper reports so they have proof their man did his job. Right. There. There. What about the rings? Rings? Your rings, your wedding ring, and the one with the nugget. I'll never believe it's you without those. Ames is sure to notice. I suppose I'll have to put them on him. And there's the nuggets. Right. <coughs> I'm oh, afraid this wedding ring will never come off. It hasn't been off since the date was put on. Oh, not a hope. I have to do with just the other one, then. Ah, oh, nothing else. Let's have a look at you. Ah, what is it? That plaster on your chin. Cut yourself shaving this morning. Yes. Better let me have it. Oh, right. Oh. Right. Now, put it on him. Oh, left. There. Now, how long has it taken us? Nearly half an hour. Fine. Now, Jack, you go into the secret room behind the fireplace. Then I'll give myself five minutes to tell Ivy what it's all about before I raise the alarm. As no one else heard the shot, it won't matter if there's nothing to hear this time. Cecil, yes, I... I'll have to thank you properly later when all this is cleared up. I'm still pretty dazed. I think nothing of it. In a few days, you'll be able to get away somewhere safe. I'll bring Ivy to join you. You change your name again, the gang will think Hargrave did his job and disappeared off. Your worries are over. Uh, I'll disappear now. How it was, Inspector. Oh, she. But perhaps you'd better hear the rest from Mr. Barker. Yes, please. Well, I just made a mark on the windowsill, and having planted that false clue, I rang the bell like mad when Mrs. Douglas came down again as arranged. That's all, gentlemen. Every word you've heard is the truth. Yes, it's the truth. This matter will have to go forward officially, you understand, sir. It'll get into the papers. Whoever they are, they'll know sooner or later how you tricked them. I understand that, Inspector. We'll make our preparations to leave the country, and the minute it's all over, we can get away. Out of the valley of fear forever, my darling. Well, Holmes, they'll have sailed by now. And no one but ourselves and Mr. Barker knows what. to I wonder, Watson. I wonder. Oh, surely, Holmes, after all those precautions, to all intents and purposes, when he walked out of that Assize court, a free man, the earth opened and swallowed him up. You forget who we're dealing with, Watson. Uh, Professor Moriarty. It's my guess he was only responsible for tracking Douglas down. You think they engaged Moriarty to help them and now they'll ask him to do the whole job? he would be very aggrieved if they don't. He'll have read by now how his work has been wasted. Ah, Mrs. Hudson. Uh, there's a note for you, Mr. Holmes. I mm. found it pushed under the street door. Oh, thank you, Mrs. Hudson. Uh, thank you, sir. Mm. Now, what's over here? Uh, hmm. Written with a J pen on expensive paper in a cultivated but disguised hand. Oh. Who's it from? What is it? There's no signature. He doesn't need one. It simply says, Dear me, Mr. Holmes. Dear me. Moniarty? Exactly. Can't you make any move against him? On what grounds? With what proof? Then must he always have the opening gambit while you follow a move behind? That's it, Watson. But I shall beat him in the end. Never doubt that. There have been devils like Moriarty loose in the world since long before our time. And there always will be. And someone's always got the better of them, sooner or later. Always been a Sherlock Holmes about, eh? (laughs) And a Dr. Watson. Complete, of course, with the vital umbrella. (laughs) (laughs) Now, come along, my dear Watson. Uh, Pass me my areas. Yes. And you like your... three you'll know the ending of the Valley of Fear it was one of the stories of Sherlock Holmes from the inspired pen of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle my name my real name is Norman Shelley my old friend Carlton Hobbs played Sherlock Holmes and I was Dr. Watson Michael Hardwick wrote our script for this BBC production from London and of course I look forward to the pleasure of your company again Soon for more of the adventures of Sherlock Holmes.
0: Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.